Hello and welcome to the Soulful of It podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Raquel. Today I'm joined by a friend, an evolutionary astrologer, herbalist, and yoga instructor who's here to ground cosmic knowledge, Nura Rochelle. Nura, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yay! This is such a fun topic that I have a feeling it's going to be so right for many of our listeners, either who are going into this, coming out of it. If you're much younger, then here's kind of a big heads up. If you've already gone past this place in your life, you can look back on it and smile and laugh at the rest of us who are in it or going through it and knowing that it's coming back for you soon. And that topic is the Saturn return. Before we jump into the topic, I would love to just have you share with our audience a little bit about your style of astrology and your philosophy on it. Yes, absolutely. So as an evolutionary astrologer, my biggest focus is understanding why we came here and how to align those soul level intentions with our practical everyday reality. So at its most basic, how to ground, like you said, the cosmic into the practical every day. And as an evolutionary astrologer, so much of it is linked to past life information and how to make realistic connections between all of this information that we're constantly bombarded with about ourselves and who we are. I love that. And talking about Saturn as a planet, I know that it rules Capricorn. In traditional astrology, it rules Aquarius. It's also the second largest planet. And it is, as of now, this could change, the largest planet that we can see with our naked eye. So we can't see beyond Saturn quite yet. So from what you know of Saturn, what do you want to share with our audience about Saturn's importance and our own understanding of our chart and our lives here going through this whole fun thing that's called life, I suppose? (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, Saturn being the farthest planet that we can see, it's kind of like the boundary of our consciousness. It's how we structure reality. It's how we understand the society we live in, the culture that we were born into. And also, how do we, this is very relevant for Saturn return time, how do we really fulfill the promise that we made to ourselves to incarnate into this life, into how we would make the world a better place? And representing all of the boundaries of who we are, both as individuals, in our collective, and then you can kind of make that connection, right? Like it being in ancient astrology, the farthest planet that you could see, it represented that boundary of what we thought was possible. So in a lot of ways, Saturn does represent that kind of liminal edge space, that at many times in our lives, we're thinking, this is the wall that I can go up to. Mm. But at the Saturn return time, you kind of get to flirt with that edge and play with, okay, is this is this really my boundary or is this a boundary that society has created for me that I can actually go beyond? Ooh, I love that. And I think that really ties to Saturn being ruled by Capricorn and what we had talked about actually before we jumped on here in recording around gender identity being this huge theme that's happening right now people awakening to this awareness that they maybe don't identify as one gender or another or even as either and that construct has been created by society and maybe we're challenging where people fall within that Absolutely. And it's not only in gender and kind of overcoming binaries, but also all levels of identity. What do we think is possible for ourselves? And how do we define ourselves according to our authentic truth and being in alignment with our soul level intentions compared to just, you know, what what we're told by our parents, by our teachers, by the media that this is who we're supposed to be and this is how it's supposed to look and this is the way that you do it and you do it in this order and then sadly a lot of people are sort of tied into that flow and then feel this this feeling of guilt or shame if they color outside the lines and so much of our Saturnian lessons have to do with for one healing that guilt and shame that you know, where we've actually been on our true path and Mm. it feels real and valid and aligned for us. But then, you know, we kind of get kicked back sometimes by society. 
who's not always ready. Because if we think about on the societal level, and that's really like Saturn represents the consensus. So what is the status quo? And if you are somebody who's evolving in your consciousness and aware of who you are, you're pretty much always butting up against that or you're challenging it or you're flirting with the edge. Chances are if you're even attracted to listening to this kind of thing, you already know what it feels like to brush up against the status quo and and that kind of prickly feeling because it, it does pull into, you know, how we've been conditioned and we can be very attached to those things emotionally and getting to know ourselves and, and, what is our actual dharma and karma in relation to our society so it really brings up this whole complex story which i hope we can kind of dive into today there's so much we'll try to make it succinct (laughs) yeah we'll do our absolute best to hit on all the main parts and of course i think that by the end of this episode y'all will know for sure that nura will be back and we'll be doing more episodes because there's just so much to cover. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit more about Saturn. I also would love to hear a little bit more uh, in regards to lessons that we can learn from Saturn and what Saturn is here to teach us about. Just breaking that down a little bit more. Yes. So let's start at the beginning. So Saturn rules Capricorn and in our you know current understanding of astrology and Capricorn is this yin cardinal earth. And so it's how do we establish cardinal identity, but how do we do it in a practical way, earth? And the yin component is actually, it's you know associated with the feminine sort of receptive energy, how do we pull almost society into us, but kind of run it through our own personal filter of authenticity, right? And so as we're in that navigating experience, this is where we are constantly building. That's that Capricornian foundation of building. And something really important to know about both the archetype of Capricorn and Saturn is that You've got to go slow and you've got to do it right. And you've got to do it in a way that is aligned with what you have available. There's this really interesting idea around Saturn. You know, a lot of people think, oh, my Saturn return is coming. And it's this like looming, ominous cloud that's going to be restricting and limiting. Like those are some of the shadow words that you hear a lot. Mm. But Really, it's just this narrowing of focus and a concentration. And if you're able to tap into that, that's the wisdom of the Saturn and the Capricorn. It's like you're here to build something really profound, really aligned with yourself on a soul mission. And it's just to keep you almost like blinders on a horse, keep you focused. But what can happen is the layers of conditioning from parents, teachers, media, just wherever you've been conditioned by society... Sometimes you've got these blinders that are pointing you in the wrong direction. So it's this really interesting process of needing to actually look at, like, is this my direction or is this a direction that's been given to me? And really, how do you know? (laughs) How do you know that? It's a constant exploration. And, And the whole Saturn return time is basically unpacking that. And navigating that in which way am I just focusing on this because somebody else told me to compared to like oh this is the mastery of my own soul and now I'm going to focus on this I love that what I was thinking while you were talking is that Saturn as a planet presents to us a challenge or like you said a limitation or a restriction but we as individuals and this is totally in line with evolutionary astrology we as individuals make choice and what we want to do. If we hit a fence, we can go, okay, I guess the journey's over. Or we can hit a fence and get creative and go, okay, there's a fence here. That sucks. <laughs> Is there a gate down the way? Can I get over the fence? How can I get through this, even if it's not the way that I had expected it to be? So I think my perspective with Saturn is breaking down expectations and attachment to expectations so that you can make room for what's possible because you will come on hard times. Suffering is inevitable in life, period. It's also inevitable during your Saturn return. You're going to come up against some challenges. You're going to hit some fences. Some of those fences are going to be made out of concrete and they're going to fucking break you or you're going to feel like they're going to break you. But it's up to you whether or not you're broken and what your mindset is on that. So 
lessons from Saturn are hard, but a lot of the hardest lessons that we learn are the most worthy lessons that carry us through. And as we're stepping into a coming of age moment, which is what a Saturn return really signifies. And we are talking mainly about your first Saturn return in this whole episode. I'll just throw that out right now because there are the potential to have three in a lifetime, unless you become a robot, in which case maybe you'll get four. I don't know what the future holds. Uh, Good luck with that. No astrologers know anything about that. So (laughs) if you get there, you're going to need a robot astrologer to help guide you. But just some of my perspective around it before we're jumping into exactly what a Saturn return is. What does that mean? Saturn's returning to where and how long does it last? How far is Saturn transiting and where is Saturn now? Let's unpack all of that. Okay, so nuts and bolts. Saturn is currently in Capricorn mid degrees and Basically, Saturn is in each sign for two and a half years, and this is a collective transit. And then for you, depending on where you have Capricorn in your chart, this is going to affect you in that area of your life very specifically. And so that's regardless of whether it's your Saturn return or not. But then sort of that additional component, if you are approaching your Saturn return or going through it, it for everybody it happens at about 29 and a half years. That's Saturn's full revolution through all of the 12 signs of the zodiac coming back to that exact point that it was at the moment you were born and so that's sort of the basic nuts and bolts and I think that sometimes there's a little bit of a misconception about exactly what's going on and when with the Saturn return because there's really a lot going on kind of before leading up to that first Saturn return like I mentioned you know at 27 we've got the lunar node reversal which is transiting north node meets your south node which is basically you don't need to know the lingo but it's past self meets future self and you are kind of in this space where you're navigating what do you really want to take forward with you and that's at 27 and that's at 27 so that's prepping you exactly for what's to come yes and so a lot of people a lot of clients that I work with at 27 even 26 sometimes they're like am I in my Saturn return because it feels like my life is falling apart and I don't know who I am Mm. Right. And that that's really common at age 27 to feel that way because you you know intuitively whether you know astrology or not, whether you even know this transit is happening, you're still connected to these cycles. And so you intuitively and physiologically know what's going on. You are shifting. And then at 28, there is a progressed lunar return where your progressed moon comes back to the same degree that your natal moon is. And this is kind of like an emotional maturity point. So that's also preparing you for this Saturn return at 29. So basically the years 29, 30, 31 are typically the times that people are feeling specifically the Saturn return. It's both that period leading up to the exact conjunction, but also the time after when transiting Saturn is moving new phase to your natal Saturn. So This is pulling up a lot of different astrological nuances, which I'm not sure if... Kind of sounds like trigger points. Yes. (laughs) Very much. Or maybe that's just the astrologer in me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is... It's Mm. definitely a very sensitive point. Saturn rules time, right? Mm. And at its most basic, it's like, hey, if you haven't figured out what you're here to do by now, you're going to figure it out or you're going to kind of lose your shit. (laughs) You know, you're going to feel kind of lost and I don't want to be, you know, doom and gloom because really I feel like so much of my intention is to comfort people through this time. But the majority of people who find Saturn return to be like the scary, wild, uncontrollable chaos restriction limitation is often when they've just kind of been off of their path of conscious evolution and they're having to completely redirect. Yeah. And what does that look like in real life? That is you being in a relationship that is not in alignment with your values. That is you being at a job that you fucking hate. That's you hanging out with the same group of people that have never cheered for you and never are going to cheer for you. And you feeling miserable in that time period is you living out of alignment of who you are, what your sole purpose is, what you're here to do, the gifts that you have to bring to the world. Those are things that are so important to be thinking about Going into this time, if you're 18 years old and you're listening to this and you're thinking, nah, I got 10 years, that 10 years flies by fast. I'll tell you what, <laughs> like from experience, I'm coming up on 28 now. <laughs> Hi, I'm 28 now. Well, that's weird. <laughs> but that, that time goes by very quickly. So thinking about these things now is never a bad idea and getting primed for 
stepping in to real adulting. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important to view Saturn's influence in your life as that reminder of your true karma and dharma. It's mm. it's that promise that we made before we incarnated as to how we would make the world a better place or what is this mission? What drives us? What is our ambition? And you know what it feels like when you're say working hard, right? Because that's that's also a big component of Saturn return. It's hard work time. It's like nose to the ground, all systems go very common to feel very busy, very tired, but there's a big difference between the kind of busyness that emerges when you're doing something that is soul sucking. Ooh. Yeah, right? Like compared to doing to being busy, like what well, I feel that way right now. My life is very full, but I'm doing is things it, that I love. Is it soulful? It's soulful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How on brand. <laughs> <laughs> We're not about that soul sucking shit at this podcast, that's for sure. If it's sucking your soul, you gotta get some garlic up in here. I don't know if it's a vampire. <laughs> But it needs to go away. And truthfully, Saturn's going to do that for you. Saturn is actually going to create those kinds of situations that don't allow you to continue down a path that is soul sucking. If it's a career, for example, I can't tell you how many people that I have connected with or if it's a marriage or some type of relationship where people are like, you know, all of a sudden around my Saturn return time that that relationship or that career path just combusted. And and I'm like, well, how did that feel for you? And they're like, actually, in retrospect, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it was that sort of universal impetus to start making the shift in the right direction. I hated that job anyways, for example, is something that people say. And it's like, oh, so, you know, sometimes that's what happens. Like we have this thing that might seem kind of like, oh, I wish I didn't get fired from that job or I wish this crazy thing didn't happen. But it sets you on course. And that's kind of this choice, right? Like this this actually is a core tenant of the evolutionary astrology paradigm where you know, as souls, we choose the major structures of our life. And we choose also what we're going to work on in these lives. And Saturn's here to keep us on that path. It's very easy in a universe that is also navigated by free will and free choice to get lost. It's it's part of it, right? Especially, um, you know, in a society and culture that doesn't place a lot of emphasis on knowing yourself on the soul level. You know, it, we're coming yeah. back into that where it's an emergence of consciousness it's not something I mean I personally didn't grow up thinking like what's my soul mission you know what I mean it's something that I had to learn and, and come into and only starting now at, at the tail end of my Saturn return am I finally putting together all of the pieces like oh this is why that part of my life was harder this is why that relationship has always been sticky for me because it's kind of you know it's they create these situations that can be difficult sometimes they create the conditions for you to grow out of or get stronger by and the Saturn return is basically an amalgamation <laughs> and bringing all of that together all at once if you haven't figured it out already like and, and the thing is I think it's important to know just to comfort you all like I mean I've been studying astrology for about 15 years I knew it was coming and still was not fully prepared emotionally for the things that I would be working on so that's really normal I don't think that we're supposed to have it all figured out and, and think that we can only understand it on an intellectual level because, you know, evolution is biochemical. Evolution happens through our emotional body and our astral body and, you know, all the different bodies that we have and we need to go through it and we need to experience it. And even that is a core tenet of the archetype of Saturn, especially the Capricorn aspect, which we all can relate to because Saturn is currently in Capricorn. Mm. Saturn is is that mystic sea goat or mermaid who begins at the bottom of the ocean linked to our subconscious, right? And climbs up onto land and then makes the way up the mountain. This is not an easy task. Yeah, Capricorn's a sea goat. <laughs> yeah. Such a bizarre mystic. I love it. It is. And, and really, it's not supposed to be this easy thing because then it wouldn't feel worth it right like have yeah. you ever had the experience of climbing a mountain and know the satisfaction that you feel after you've spent three to 12 hours climbing that mountain and you're at the peak and you know that you're only there because of your own efforts and perhaps the efforts of your friends and and the divine who kind of you know helped you along the way compared to taking a gondola up yeah you know like you're not gonna have the same feeling of reward like that is saturn it wants to 
reward you for your hard work. But again, coming back to making sure it's work that is aligned. And, and that's the that's the lesson, right? Making sure that you are putting your energy and your time into things that keep you on path. Something that's really been my mantra during my Saturn return is if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Mm, so potent. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. <laughs> that is simple. It's powerful. You can put it in your pocket. You can take it to go. And you can use that mantra when, if, during, while you're <laughs> approaching your own Saturn return. And that's a cool part of us doing this podcast together is that you're in your Saturn return. I'm approaching my Saturn return. And what an interesting time to be talking about a Saturn return together. You being in it, I'm curious, any personal stories that you want to share? Or I know just going into it being an astrologer, you maybe had a little bit of a heads up on the rest of us on how to go into this the best way possible. How did you prepare? If you prepared, what did that look like? And anything during your Saturn return so far that you want to share with us? So definitely. Okay. So I have Saturn and Capricorn in the ninth house for those of you who know what that means. So ninth house at its most basic is travel, higher education or higher knowledge, truth, discovering things, expanding my horizons. So I knew forever, basically, that going into my Saturn return, all of my beliefs were going to be challenged. Mm. So I knew that. Didn't mean I was necessarily fully prepared for which beliefs those were going to be. But I did some of the work ahead of time in, in learning to be okay with that. You know, learning to be okay with the unknown, with the mystery, kind of feeling into the process of disillusionment that often occurs around this time too because we've attached so much of our identity and and beliefs to who we are basically for the first third of our life to right? who we think we are yeah exactly or who, who we've been told that we are yes so when we're in that space it's almost like you know dying to an old version of self and then coming into this new more empowered more masterful part of yourself so the way that I prepared for that was just giving myself the time and space to explore specifically what Saturn was doing in my chart so if you think about it we've got 12 houses 12 basic areas of life we're not meant to focus on all of them at once there's just no way. And to actually, any time I'm doing a reading and I'm looking at transits, I'm like, hey, where is Saturn in your charts? Because this is what you're supposed to be focusing on. And if you're kind of trying to do all these other things, Saturn's going to always pull you back to this place. I mean, for example, I got married right as Saturn crossed my descendant into the seventh house. I didn't even realize quite at the time. And the seventh house is other, also rules relationships, yes. marriage. Yeah. So that is awesome. And it's so funny, you know, because the whole typical psychology around relationships is like after you hit that two and a half year mark, you kind of jump out of the honeymoon phase, which is when Saturn entered our eighth house. We're like, all right, we're going deep into soul level connection. It's not just about like, oh, I love you so much. It's like, what are we really doing here together? And that was that was kind of hard. So, you know, it's like if you know where Saturn is moving through your chart, just make the conscious choice to focus your energy in that space as best you can, because Saturn is the structure of our reality. So we all have natal positions of Saturn, which is sort of this underlying way that our realities have been structured. But as Saturn moves around the chart, we're getting all of these different viewpoints and angles and also opportunities to incorporate different structures of reality. And so by the time we come to our Saturn return, we will have sort of explored all of the 12 houses. Mm. And now we're back. We've come full circle to like, oh, so this is where I began. And being here now equipped with the perspective of all of these other ways of understanding reality, I can actually move forward with a lot more clarity. Definitely. And looking at what is in that basket, what have you gathered in that time period of essentially three decades of your life? You're about 29 or 30 years old when you're hitting your Saturn return, typically. Some of those things in your basket that you've collected are identities that aren't yours. 
or beliefs that don't belong to you or ways of living that are destructive or narratives about yourself that are not true or relationships that need to be let go. Like I'm focusing on the negative, but I think those are positive things. If you can identify and get the clarity on what needs to go and get clear about what you want, who you are, where you're going and what you're bringing into this new decade. You're about to be 30. You're stepping into that power. Even people who would never listen to this episode because, oh, astrology is whatever. Like, sorry, bro. Come on, take a seat. We want to talk to you about this. I'm like, where's all your signs in your chart? Lots of Virgo. Yeah, right. Lots of Virgo. (laughs) We love you, Virgos. Virgos listening are like, oh my God, I feel called out. Also, here's a list. Just kidding. Um, Sun sign astrology jokes forever. I'm a South Node in Virgo, so I feel it. I know. I love my Virgos. You guys are great. So... Even with all of that, it's an opportunity to take inventory of what's working and what's not working and make the adjustments because you are stepping into a new version of yourself. And bringing it back to what I was going to say is that even people who don't believe in astrology would never listen to this. Those people are still keenly aware of the shift that happens at about that age group. Mm. And it is societally known that stepping into that, there's power there. There's also choice. So getting clear and getting that clarity is so important, which makes me want to ask you more about strategies for navigating it. But before we get there, I do want to give you an opportunity to share anything more about your personal Saturn return. I know that Saturn's in your ninth house. I think it's so interesting that you moved to Mexico while you were going through your Saturn return and spent a good chunk of your return living somewhere totally different. What an adventure and what a ninth house thing to have happen during your Saturn return. Yes, that was something that I'm really grateful that I consciously aligned with because no doubt it brought up challenges. I mean, I moved to Mexico with my partner and at the time, one-year-old daughter, she's three now. So already just making that move, we were moving beyond boundaries of what we had been told was possible to do with a one-year-old right to travel in Mexico (laughs) yeah it's usually not the thing that people are like yes do that (laughs) when they're a toddler (laughs) yeah that'll be easy that sounds really easy (laughs) yeah it was tough it was and I I'm so grateful for it because now we're equipped with the tools of traveling and, and we won't really be able to make the excuse of like oh we can't travel because of this or we we can't live the life that we are here meant to live because of a child for example that in itself is Saturn being like hi welcome to society saying that this is a limitation and you said okay great thanks I'm gonna learn how to do this I'm gonna learn how to be a new parent and travel with an infant yes toddler now. and <laughs> and that's the ultimate with Saturn too it was learning how to take responsibility and of course navigate the challenges and we are forever grateful for that experience to do that because really Saturn and you mentioned this earlier Carrie about Saturn places these walls or fences in front of you and there's always kind of that curiosity like okay universe did you put this wall in front of me because that means I'm not supposed to do that thing is this like a sign like don't go any further or is this something that I'm just supposed to equip myself and get strong condition myself right like lifting weights is conditioning right that's another way to think about it Saturn wants to condition us and make us stronger so that we're personal trainer of the zodiac yes (laughs) very strict So, you know, that that choice is always there. Do I want to climb the wall or is this a dead end for me? And I think coming back to that, knowing what you want is so important because Saturn is teaching you discipline. And if you know what you want, you're sort of able to discipline yourself in accordance with that and be like, yeah, I know this is going to be challenging, but it is really important to me, for example, to raise our daughter in multicultural awareness and learn to speak Spanish and be okay traveling and and be a global citizen because that's the world that I want her to know and to not have fear of traveling as well because you know Saturn in the ninth house can bring up fears of traveling Mm. so it's also like overcoming that fear that's the whole essence of Saturn if you were to ask how to find what somebody is afraid of in their chart you would look, where is Saturn? That's usually what people are most afraid of. 
And it's also wow. what they try to control the most. And it's also where they feel the most limited, right? Like it's it's the place of challenge. But because of that, it's it also holds all of this beautiful potential for initiation because that is also what Saturn is. It's it's the rite of passage. It's the initiation. It's like where you have Saturn is where you are meant to become a master. And so if you can rise to the challenges that are presented, you become a master of that. So now, for example, people ask me all the time where they should travel in Mexico. I've become a master of that in their <laughs> eyes, right? Especially, yeah. hey, if you you have a child and you want to travel to Mexico, I can tell you all about where to go and where not to go. I've become a master of that. So that's just a, a very simple example of it. But it just goes to show like the things that we come up against that are maybe challenging for us, that's specifically the areas where we learn the tools to become the expert, yeah. to be able to then help others, right? Because it's, again, that dharma peace our purpose Saturn reminds us of what our purpose is and and where we are sort of meant to find that mastery the become the expert become the authority in some way and also where we are learning how to discern between the external authority and the internal authority Mm, I love that one thing I did want to hit on since Saturn's in Capricorn right now which means that Saturn is heading into Aquarius So for those in their Saturn return now in Capricorn, finishing it up, they've been in it for a while. Any tools or insights that you have to share with them versus folks who have it that are coming up in Aquarius and maybe even helping us identify the difference between Saturn and Capricorn versus Saturn and Aquarius from the lens of coming into the Saturn return. Yes. So there's a couple questions there. So I think I'll start with explaining the difference between what it feels like coming into the Saturn return, say when, you know, transiting Saturn is balsamic to natal Mm. Saturn. So that's everybody who has not yet had transiting Saturn conjunct their natal Saturn. So that's anybody who's got, you know, Saturn 15 degrees of Capricorn on and into Aquarius. So If that's you, I'm talking to you. So you're (laughs) in the space of not having gone through it yet. But the balsamic phase, similar to the moment just before the moon is new, it's like we don't know what's going on. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark. And we are having to access faith. We are having to access the deep subconscious. We are having to access our connection to spirit in that time. And so it's also a time of finding closure. It's the end of a cycle. Literally, it's the end of a whole way of seeing yourself knowing yourself it's a whole closing of the cycle of patterns of how you have structured reality how you've survived yeah how you've chosen to survive yeah exactly and you know they say that the first 30 years of life are basically the re-imprinting of your past karma of all of your past lives so You know, you can look at your childhood as a teenager in your 20s and kind of look at what are the themes that came up for you often. And you can even extrapolate all of those individual themes and and see like, oh, these are past life things that you have to work on. And the point of the Saturn return is like actually closing that book and saying, hey, I'm aware that these are my past patterns and I am now ready to write a new story. I am a lot more empowered. I know who I am now. And now I'm going to set a brand new foundation for the next 30 years of my life. So I have a choice. Do I want to repeat the same patterns that I did for the first 30 years of life when I didn't really know, right? Like I was a child. I had to do what my parents said. I went to school. I was indoctrinated into a system and didn't really have that much choice because I was a fish in water, didn't even know what I didn't know. And at the Saturn return, you become aware of all of that. So when you're in that balsamic phase leading up to the exact Saturn return, that's kind of the state of consciousness that you're in is saying goodbye. And so in comparison, if you are somebody who's already on the other side of your Saturn return, so now transiting Saturn is a new phase to your natal Saturn. So, you know, anything earlier than 14 degrees Capricorn. Now you're in new phase. Now everything is about instinctual emergence. Now everything is about, hey, I'm writing a new story. (laughs) I have no idea really how this is going to (laughs) go. I have to become my own master. I get to use the tools that I've been playing with, but now I get to do it for real. Like it's this, it can be a very exciting time when you sort of cross that threshold. But I also think it's really important to understand that it is an initiation. 
It is a rite of passage. There's a reason that this time of life, statistically, is associated with you know, the highest number of divorces if you got married too young or perhaps just married the wrong person or took the wrong job. And I don't, I say wrong and I don't necessarily mean wrong. You know, it could have been right and it could have been by evolutionary necessity that you took a job that at the time of your sudden return, it just didn't make sense to keep anymore. So I don't want to pass any judgment or make anybody feel guilt or shame for past choices because that's really not the point of this, but it just becomes wrong by the time of your sudden return right yeah if, if it's not meant to be right and, and Saturn really won't let you stay there it takes a lot of work to resist you can outgrow anything at any point in time yeah. and anyone yeah and and yeah that's the thing too like the the highest statistics of um, divorces happen around Saturn return time and also suicides unfortunately people lose hope when they are off track of their purpose, right? Because even we understand psychologically that the number one thing that makes people happy in life is feeling like they're living on purpose and feeling like they are aligned with who they really are. And that's the glorious potential of the Saturn return should you survive it. So don't mean to get all heavy, but that's the potential here Mm. is you're becoming initiated into alignment with your higher self. Yeah. Recently, I had read someone's blog post where they shared about suicide and attempt. And what I learned from them and their experience, I think is so powerful to share is that by them surviving it, they realized that what they really wanted was to kill who people expected them to be, Mm -hmm. to kill who they had become, that wasn't who they are or what they wanted for their lives. And by surviving it, they realized all of these things about themselves and now are living in in true alignment with who they are more so and so grateful to have this essentially second chance because, you know, if you're doing something that serious as taking your own life, you know, the repercussions are death or surviving, right? So that's really tough waters to be in. And it is a good thing to be aware of that there's a part of you that might feel like it's dying or it might feel like you want to kill it and that's okay you can kill that part of you and still live and be in this life and be in this human experience with the rest of us because you have gifts and you have things that you need to share with the world and they are so important and if you're listening to this like you are so fucking important yes and if you are here it's because you're supposed to be here. Yes. You have a mission. You have something. You have a gift that the world needs. And yes. truthfully, that has been one of my biggest personal insights is, you know, grappling with my own kind of depression. I mean, Saturn return can be associated with some of that. And, and also I had a little bit of postpartum depression, which is also very common with, you know, the timing of everything. And I realized I came to this point in myself where I had a choice to either continue to measure myself up against somebody else's standards of what it meant to be a mother, what it meant to be just a functioning member of society, all of the standards, right? And I realized that in many ways, if I was to measure myself according to those standards, I would be failing. Mm. And that was heavy for me and really hard to deal with. But as soon as I was like, okay, if in my train of thought, if I'm willing to entertain the thought of suicide, meaning I'm willing to surrender this whole life, you bet I'm really willing to surrender all of the expectations that don't even mean anything to me in my own path. So that is kind of what happens when you, it's like going through the eye of a needle. And you realize only the essential is going to go with you. You're just not going to take anything beyond the Saturn return if you don't require it on your um, conscious evolution journey. So it's totally okay to say goodbye to those parts of yourself that don't need to come along on the journey. And this is where we thank those parts. And, you know, same thing is if you are needing to go through this process of deconditioning say from parental messages or societal messages and you need to kind of go through this deconditioning process to know that it doesn't mean that you have to rebel against them in a violent way Mm, yeah you know you can say your goodbyes in a kind way you can honor where you've come from 
And that also in itself is a mark of maturity, which the Saturn return wants to gift us. Oh, this is something that just came to my mind as well is if we've done our work and have remained true to ourself, Saturn leaves us with a gift of a mm. reward at the end of the Saturn return cycle. So it's, it's a reward that is linked specifically to your dharma powerful and you need to be here in order to receive that <laughs> yes so yes. you got to stick it out with the rest of us because you're not alone everybody goes through it it's a huge part of becoming and growing and if you don't know what your calling is or what you're meant to do or your soul purpose is well first off you could do a session with Nura yeah that's <laughs> what can, I focus on that's right she can <laughs> help you figure out what your soul purpose is uh, but also it's okay this is your time to find that purpose and this is your time to try things out and have a little taste of what life has to offer you. And if you haven't been making those moves until now, take this podcast as a sign to start making some moves. What brings you joy? What are your core desired feelings? What do you want to feel? Who do you want to be around? Where do you want to grow? Find somebody who has something similar to you in your chart and take them on as a mentor. Find yes. someone who's gone through that return if you're like me you have a Saturn in Aquarius the return is coming y'all <laughs> like what can I do to help get myself more equipped other than hanging out with Nura who's like amazing in every way and so knowledgeable which is great also I could probably find somebody who has been through that return and has a little bit of wisdom to share with me so that I can feel a little bit more equipped but also just taking a moment to breathe it's okay it's two and a half years you got time to figure it out. Yeah, we. the number one thing that people say to me when they're about to go through their sudden return or just on the other side of it is that they feel like they should have done more with their life by this point. They always feel behind. And it's. I think it's really important to know that, I mean, this is something that I've taken from Abraham Hicks, but you can't get it wrong and you never get it done. Mm. And. And the Saturn return is just a refinement process just to get you even closer to what it is that you really want. That's that discipline. It's simply remembering what you want. And yes, like you said, finding a mentor, finding a tribe, a community who, you know, is supporting you in the future self that you are becoming and, and an elder, Saturn yeah. as an archetype is the elder. It's wisdom. It's experience. It's I've climbed the mountain and I know that this part can be challenging. And now I have this wisdom to share with you as to how you can cross that bridge when you get there. And maybe it'll be a little bit easier for you than it was for me. And, and so those people are out there. And I even feel like in this whole current age we are especially with south node in capricorn we're kind of meant to turn to our elders look at the people who are carrying all of this wisdom for us to be those lights of support yeah i did this you can do it you can get through this look at my badges of honor <laughs> for what i have gone through and what i have triumphed through and the scars that I have and I acquired and look at how strong I am because of them. Because the hard work that we do is what builds us into the strongest, most capable beings that we are. And then someday you get to be the elder when someone else comes to you. And maybe that's when you hit your second Saturn return, which is around 60. If we're looking at about 30 year increments. And then by the time you hit your final Saturn return, and then you really are that elder. You have so much to give and you've learned so much by going through all of the wonderful and tough, chaotic, beautiful mess that is a life, human life and being here together. Yes. I mean, think about the pressure that is required to make a diamond that is essentially Saturn return time. Mm. Best version of yourself can really come through. Yeah, I love that. Wrapping up here, I would love for you to share any tips that you have for a successful navigation of a Saturn return. Knowledge is definitely power. Know where you have Saturn in your chart by sign and house. And just knowing that can be enough if you're new to astrology. But if you are more beyond foundational astrology, you definitely also want to know the aspects, 
right? If we think about the opposition of Cancer, the squares, Aries, Libra, Mm. that's going to be huge for everybody right now with Saturn and Capricorn. But just having that awareness of all of the different pieces of the story. You can look at some of the more challenging aspects like the squares and oppositions. Those are the areas of life or components that, you know, you're probably going to have to work on integration a little bit more or work through tensions. And then you can look for the trines and sextiles for these are going to be the gifts and the things that are going to help you or the people that are going to support you. And so just having a little bit of awareness on that can really make a difference. Also, just really tuning into the timing I mean get a reading know the transits and and the timing so that when you're in it to me the number one thing that has made me able to endure certain transits is knowing that they're gonna end (laughs) and knowing when that is can be really helpful I mean liberating yeah and it can help you sort of stick with it a little bit longer if it feels heavy and, and rough so you know knowledge is definitely power and I would also say not resisting the purge that needs to happen Mm. and that's that's happening for everybody right now with Saturn conjunct south node and Pluto in Capricorn I mean we are all of us going through this purge both individually and collectively and the more we just allow that to happen very powerful stuff when it comes to the you know navigating Saturn return time surrendering surrender absolutely and like with anything it's a muscle that you are strengthening you're Mm -hmm. strengthening your willpower you're strengthening your sense of discipline and so you know depending on the area where you have Saturn in your chart do some research on what are the activities that can strengthen that area of your life you want to have a solid foundation Saturn likes to test structures and so Having that awareness like, oh, Saturn's moving into my seventh house is probably going to be some testing of the structure and the foundations of my relationships. Just good to have that information so that you can be aware, like, just ask yourself the question, how is the foundation of my relationships? What's Mm. at the core of this? So you're not surprised if there's tensions that come up. It's just knowing that wherever Saturn is traveling, you want to make sure that the foundation is strong. And similar to the tower card in tarot. The tower card is very much the universe taking from you whether you're ready to let go or not. Yeah. And I think that's a very Saturn lesson. Yeah. And and you can make yourself ready to let yeah. go. That's what I'm talking about with the non-resistance. Yeah. It's like really yeah. understanding that Saturn is just not going to let you do things that are a waste of your time, evolutionarily speaking. You just have to go forward with what you're here to do. And also really knowing... What lights you up? What inspires you? Being really in touch with your desire nature, being really in touch with your gifts and your strengths and what makes you feel strong because during the Saturn return time, you know, that stuff is going to be challenged. So it's almost like if you know it's cold season coming up, make sure you're taking some echinacea ahead of time, (laughs) right? Drinking a lot of water, making sure you've got the vitamin C handy. It's like you just know that it's coming. So you prepare yourself with the tools. It's the same thing with the Saturn return. Don't over plan. Build the self-care and the focus on whatever area of life he's traveling through into your life because that's going to be your main focus so don't try to do too much do what's in front of you let it be that step by step day by day not thinking that you need to get everything done in a in a month let it take its time so good I love it I want to just add to that we are living in an age of social media we're inundated with information at all times and highlight reels It's really important, I think, at this age to not be comparing yourself Mm -hmm. and to check yourself into like, oh, that's so-and-so's story and they're married and they have kids by this age and I told myself I'd be married and have kids by this age. And like, if that's not your reality, if that's not where you're living, that's okay. Exactly. Comparison is the thief of joy. It really is. And joy belongs to you. I love that. That also reminds me of what life has for you is for you. It will come to you exactly when you're ready for it. So you're never late. You're never late. Time is just a construct, (laughs) y'all. I love it. And we wanted to leave you guys with some gifts. Not just for the holiday season. These are gifts that can last you all throughout the new year. 
and then some. So the first gift is how to connect with Nura. You can find her on Instagram. Her handle is moon.mystic. I love following her for so many different reasons, but one of my favorite reasons to follow her is that she does videos about major astrological events going on, and it's a really great addition. If you're already listening to my podcast, I really think you'd love it just as much as I do, so definitely check that out. The second gift that we're going to leave you with is that Nura took the time to go the extra mile and write an article about navigating your Saturn return, which is just an addition to this podcast. There's so many things to cover and we want to make sure that we give you guys as many resources as possible. So I'm going to have a link to that in the show notes. I'm also going to have it on my link tree on my Instagram profile. So there'll be a couple different places that you can find it. And then here is her website in case you want to go check that out for other resources. She has a ton of different blog articles and other content that you can get more insight about astrological events going on past, present, future. Her website is nurarachelle.com, which is N-U-R-A-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And the third and final gift that we are going to leave y'all with is a coupon code for 15% off of readings or courses. That's right. You can learn more about yourself in a one-on-one session with Nura, or you can dive into some courses that she's created and learn more about it on your own which includes some tutoring from her. And Nura also does everything through Zoom video. So I know that a lot of you guys may think that this is only for Portlanders. That's not true. We have a worldwide audience and anybody anywhere can do a reading with Nura or partake in one of her courses. So this coupon code for 15% off, when you go to checkout, you'll type in soulful. So that's S-O-U-L-F-U-L. And that's it, guys. Those are the three gifts that we're going to leave you with. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to the podcast. If you love it, please go give me a review. If you hate it, I don't know why you're still listening, (laughs) but I love you anyways, and I hope you have a great, soulful rest of your day. 